Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today to chat with you and check in with you a little bit and ask you this question. Are you compromising your integrity by giving too much? And this might seem a bit counterintuitive because we're in a giving profession, right? But there is such a thing as giving too much. And if you've listened to any of the episodes on this podcast, you'll know that Healthcare compassion fatigue and burnout are very common among healthcare providers, and we're at risk for them. And part of that is by giving too much, so much so that we lose a sense of ourselves and we compromise our well being, we compromise our own values. So, when I think of integrity, I think of what guides me every day, I think of my internal values my core values with respect to patient care, what drives that, but also my own sense of well-being and what I uphold and who I am. And so when you're giving too much, when we're expected to give care and provide care, it doesn't seem so bad, right? It seems like we're just aligned with our profession. We're aligned with our practice. That's what we do. But when you're giving too much also in other areas, you kind of are going to start to feel a little rattled by that, right? You're going to feel a little conflicted by that. But I find that when we put forth energy into our patient care interactions, we're not as impacted, maybe is a good way of describing it, depending on the nature of the interactions and depending on maybe what our patients have been experiencing as well and the trauma in which they've been through, because that really is part of the compassion fatigue, right? Is you know, when you're working with people who've had a lot of negative trauma in their lives, and you start to carry that, 
right? You start to carry those emotions as well. And then that can also spiral into compassion fatigue and burnout. You can start to become irritable. You can start to become cynical. You can start to become exhausted and not even wanting to engage or go into work or even perhaps practice in your profession in very severe cases. You could also start to lose your sense of efficacy and start to question whether you really are making a difference in people's lives like you once hoped and have always felt. And suddenly you're starting to feel like nothing matters, nothing you do matters. You might even be starting to just doubt your competency overall as well. So when you're talking about your sense of integrity and wondering whether or not you're giving too much, one of the first questions then to ask yourself is, what do I value? So when it comes to my practice, what do I value? Where am I most comfortable giving of myself and knowing kind of what my limits are and knowing my energy levels? What do I value? Then you want to ask yourself, is this my choice? Is what I'm doing right now and where I'm at, is this my choice? Or do I feel forced to be in this situation? You also want to ask yourself then, kind of relative to that, is who is this serving? Is this serving my patient and myself? Or is this serving a higher power? Is this serving an organization, right? Is this serving or perpetuating something that isn't so beneficial to patient care, right? What side of the fence am I on? And who is this ultimately serving in the end? How does it make me feel knowing this? Okay, does this make me feel conflicted? Does this make me feel fatigued? Does it make me feel angry? Does it make me feel frustrated? Does it make me feel overwhelmed or tired? Does it make me feel satisfied? Does it make me feel a sense of accomplishment and joy? So asking yourself these questions as well. And then when you ask yourself these questions and you're kind of figuring out where you're at, what you want to then focus on is getting into action. And when you get into action, you start to think about the boundary, right? So what boundary do I need to set for myself so I don't lose myself? So a good example right now for myself is I'm often finding myself charting through my lunch, not entirely through my lunch, but halfway. And when I do this, it frustrates me, okay? But I know it's also serving my patients and it's also serving my professional obligations, so my regulatory bodies, and it's also serving myself in the sense that I'm able to capture and document what I need to have documented to continue the continuity of care at a later time. And when I ask myself, is this my choice? Yes, it is my choice. No one's making me do it. So while I don't feel like I'm entirely compromising my integrity, I do feel like if it's starting to make me feel fatigued or a bit overwhelmed, I could be risking myself in terms of burnout, right? So I have to set a boundary there. And that's something that I need to work on. And so that is what I mean when it comes into getting into action. So we don't want to just sit with the reflection. You also just want to ask yourself, how do I then get back into integrity? And this is a simple example, but it's a very common example. And if I continue to chart through my lunch every single day, then that is going to affect me. Okay. And that is going to affect patient care, right? So I have to be aware of that because ultimately I'm here to serve patients and I'm also here to have a fulfillment with my work as well. So it is my obligation 
to reflect on this and work through this. And then another important thing when it comes to action is asking others if you feel safe enough in your environment or even just reaching out to other people who don't work with you, but other professionals like yourself that you can reach out to me. For example, on Instagram, you can reach out to me there. My handle's at Best Obsessed with Jen. You can DM me there. But then asking, do other people feel the same as I do? And I'll guarantee you that most people do. You'll feel surprised by it. You might feel alone right now and maybe what you're experiencing in terms of this conflict. But I'm telling you right now that most people will be able to relate. And I'm sure just even through my example right now, I'm sure many of you are nodding your head and understanding where I'm coming from with that example as well. And finally, this is a tough question, okay? This might be a question you reflect on as things are spiraling, if things are not getting better, you've tried to set a boundary, you've tried to get into action, you've tried to rectify anything and it's still not improving. Is, am I willing to do what it takes to be in integrity? Okay, in other words, Am I willing to do what it takes so as not to compromise my own sense of self? Okay, so as not to betray myself, as Carolyn Mace once said, which I've always remembered, is how do I act and how do I practice in such a way that I'm not betraying who I am? And when I think of this too, I also think of Will Smith, and I'm sure many of you know Will Smith, but one of the things he's always said is, I only know how to be me. And that always has hit me. That simple quote, it's, I don't even know if you can call it a quote. I've just heard him say it. That has always struck me because that to me is being an integrity. So he's simply saying, I just know how to be me. So he's basically aligning his external environment with himself. And if it doesn't align, he probably doesn't go with it, right? He's willing to do what he has to do to stay in his integrity. And to stay true to himself and who he is. You know, it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder and a lot more taxing on our well-being when we're not being in integrity, when we don't feel aligned within ourselves. It's a lot harder to navigate our lives day to day and then also to provide high quality care when you don't feel like you are in integrity when it comes to your practice or when you feel like you're compromising it, when you feel like, Carolyn May said, when you're betraying yourself, and you're aware of that, that's really tough to deal with, because you can kind of feel like there's no way out. So that's where the peer support becomes important. And like I said, you don't have to necessarily talk to somebody directly in your workplace, if it's a toxic one, but simply reaching across, you know, social media is a great tool. Now, a lot of people out there are doing coaching, and things like that, where you can connect or even community groups small groups, people are having these conversations that are tough, but they're doing it because they know that ultimately, it's going to serve back to that question, who is this serving, it's going to serve yourself, but it's also going to serve your patients in the end when you aren't compromising your sense of integrity. So a quick example, and I've shared this before, is many years ago, I was in a position where I felt like, I was compromising my integrity without realizing that's what was happening. And it just felt like everything I was trying to change and improve, it just never seemed to be enough. I never really felt like I could fully trust the situation I was in, right? I just had to get to the point where I had to ask myself, am I willing to do what it takes to be true to myself and 
to be true to the fact that there is or that there are other opportunities out there that align with me, that align with my sense of self. And I had to then take that risk because there was no other choice, in my opinion. And I just had to do what was best for me, which I knew would be ultimately best for my future patients by leaving an organization that I was working for and taking a chance on a position that would pay me less, okay, that had no job security whatsoever and had a much longer commute every single day. So I took this position on knowing that, knowing very well structurally that that was the situation, but felt like at the core would align with who I was much more better or much better, I should say, much more better. (laughs) And I did that. And that was eight years ago. And I'm still with this organization. And I'm very grateful that I took that opportunity while back then it was a bit scary because job security is tough, right? It's tough to find nowadays. So we don't take that lightly and I don't expect you to, but I also don't expect you to compromise who you are for money, basically. So that's a tough question. Everybody might have a different opinion on that, but for me, it wasn't worth it. So I had to take action and I don't regret it for a moment because you know, it's led me to where I am today and me sharing this podcast with you to learn and share my experiences, I hope is also helping you. So if you like this podcast, please take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. My handle's at best obsessed with Jen. There is a chapter in my book in communication is care where I talk about integrity, specifically as it relates to interpersonal communication and patient care. So you might benefit from that chapter. I believe it's strategy number four on guiding from a place of integrity. And if you do like this podcast and you're willing to share it, I would really also appreciate it if you could take a moment to review it on iTunes. The reviews go a long way. Like I should say actually that we recently hit 10,000 downloads, which is amazing. I mean, it's been a long journey with this podcast, but I've truthfully been doing this all on my own, investing my own money investing my own time. And it really is because I have a passion to serve. And I'm hoping that by serving one healthcare provider through this podcast, it will serve many other patients through you. So I thank you for your loyalty. I thank you for your commitment to high quality patient care every day. And also, and most importantly, commitment to yourself and to your own well-being. So until we chat next time, remember to stay well and stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward. And I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.